good Instagram live stream planned for you lot. It's only going to be like 30, 40 minutes, but we're going to wait for her to join. We're going to talk about mindset tonight. Excuse how I look. I might look tired, and that's because I am. It's been one of those weird, weird, long days. But it's going to be good, not even. Hey! Hi, Izzy. How you doing? Good. You're, you're saying you're tired? Yeah, it's been a... Um, from pretty much from the moment I woke up, um, like, I went for a walk this morning and stuff, did, like, my morning routine, whatever. Um, but as I was coming back, I started to just feel really, like, drowsy and stuff. And I was kind of just shaking it off because I thought maybe it's just, you know, you wake up and you just feel a bit tired. I was just like, whatever. Yeah. Then, obviously, I started working a little bit and then I was just literally, you know, when your head is just about to fall off. <laughs> Mm. Mm. So like sometimes you just wake up super clear minded and then other other times wake up and like you just feel in a daze. So yeah. Really yeah. yeah. So I was I was trying to like fight it. I'm not gonna lie, I was trying to fight it, but it was not happening. So I was like, you know what? Today's just not gonna be that day in terms of me working as hard as I could. Um so I just had to kinda listen to my body. But I'm I'm glad it happened because it allowed me to just do other things like take it easy, like journal just do things around the house and kind of just, yeah, just take it easy. So, yeah, it's Good. all right, nonetheless. You're hustling all the time. You don't get a chance to do those things that you yeah. like, need to get. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, everyone's saying they've got COVID and, oh, that's so rubbish. It's like, mm. well, actually, what are things that you've always wanted to, or known that you needed to do, but you were too busy to do? Yeah. And if you have, like, a little bit of strength in you, you can go get those things done or do that admin stuff that you need to get done. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's how I see it. Like, I mean, you just got to pivot, I guess, and just like adapt it. You know, mm -hmm. um, it's not the end. It's not the end of the world. And I guess we're already talking about the whole thing without even really starting. <laughs> oh, okay. you can't stop me. <laughs> Literally. But honestly, thank you everyone who is coming through right now. I see. I think there's a lot of your followers um, here as well. Thank you guys for joining. Um, my people, I guess my followers, my people. Shout out to you guys as well. Thank you for coming through. Um, throughout all this, if you guys have any questions, feel free. Use the question box down below. If you have a question for, for Izzy, if you have a question for me, for both of us, we'll do our best to get to it. But yeah, thank you so much as well for accepting this. Appreciate it because I know like you're obviously your coaching and everything and stuff and content and stuff. Like I know it's a busy, busy lifestyle. Believe me. Um, I i'm doing this pretty much full time so um yeah thank you that's awesome no that's great and communicating i'm like, having conversations like this with other people who are just as interested in seeing other viewpoints and mm. like with mindset in terms of explaining it to other people metaphors are like such a great way of explaining things mm. and so find that someone has a really great way of explaining something um yes i love it so t t tell me what um so what do you do like on day to day so yeah. Like yeah so literally creating content um that's it <laughs> creating content being an influencer uh yeah i make content specifically for like men's lifestyle um and advice as well because i noticed a lot of the stuff i talked about was applicable to people in general not just guys uh however i do tailor most of it towards guys because it's just based on stuff that i experience i experienced um in the past and i experience now as well uh, and yeah literally from the moment i wake up that that's it it's self-improvement mindset men's lifestyle and just going from there i work part-time in retail um uh, but 
like I'm literally there probably like two days a week um, for a couple of hours. So um, yeah, that's that's what I do full time, pretty much. Yeah, although the, when you do something a little bit part time, I know you have other stuff to do. Mm. It makes you like love the the stuff that you love even more because yeah. of that contrast. Again, um, yeah, literally. so it's almost like not a bad thing in, in many ways because otherwise, when you're doing this, what you love full time, then mm. you find things within that that you don't that you don't <laughs> like as much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I have already. <laughs> um, and you tell me, yeah, what and is it? This... what irks you? what do you know what it's not necessarily put it's things that basically once i get bigger in like in terms of following and um i guess just on being on platforms it's things that won't be much of a um like a buzzkill put, put it this way doing so many things at one at one time like having to manage so many platforms by yourself because obviously as you probably know when you are starting off creating content you are you are the editor, you are the filmer, you're the creative director, you're the creative assistant, <laughs> you're the post producer, the distributor, you, you are everything. So for me, it's just doing so many, like trying to cover so many angles. Um, that's probably the only bit I that I don't like. Um, but, you know, that's it's a start, I mean, it's the start of anything. Mm. I was working at Students' Union, and mm. when COVID hit, one of the oh, best wow. ways for us to engage students was to like film videos. And so I got into editing, like started wow. using Premiere Pro, then yeah. started doing freelance work. But now that I have to, now that I've done freelance work, I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to edit my own videos. I want to <laughs> create the content, and then it's like, well, mm. I can't be bothered to edit it. So <laughs> I've learned a lot about dele like delegation and what's the word when you pass it, like. Yeah, delegation, right? Oh, outsourcing. Creating a little team. Outsourcing, that's the word. Yeah, that's yeah. Word. Mm, mm. yeah. Oh, believe yeah. me, I cannot wait until I get maybe, there. Maybe that's for you. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait until I get there. Um, but at the same time, I do enjoy the game of just editing something for hours on end and then seeing it now on Instagram, on TikTok or whatever. Cause it does make me feel like a little bit more proud of it because I'm like, oh, thank God, like it's finally out there. Um, but yeah, I, 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 um, I also, I am waiting for that time when the time is right to, you know, outsource and things like that as well. So um, at the moment, also, yeah. It's like, like right now, I'm trying to also repurpose content. So I've got behind yeah. this, I've got my camera, I've got a little mic here. Yeah. So you know, <laughs> then it's like killing two birds with one stone. Okay. Strategy is something that I it doesn't come naturally to me. So it's like, yes, focus on your strengths, but also if you know you're weak in an area, like, like learn how to like. It's like working smart rather than working hard, right? That is that's the motto for me for actually for this year. What was that book called again? I'm after add that to my library. It's it's an intense one so far, but uh, good strategy, bad strategy. Good strategy. By Richard Rommelt. Started this morning, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna add yeah. that because books, books, every by the way, I never used to actually read because I'm the type that I read audiobooks, so I have to like listen to it and like have it like on my Audible or my iPad at the same time. But if I just read straight, 
with the own with my own head and my voice i've you're i'm lost within like five minutes i've lost focus i'll probably fall asleep or something but if i'm like listening to it i'm there for i can be there for like two hours like it's it's good so rich what's the name richard ramount uh yeah yeah that's the one okay cool yeah thank you for that i'll add that because um, i guess the more you learn that's it's the only way you become better in it hilarious um, yeah it was quite it was quite funny i was like no like i i, I appreciate sentiment mm. but actually when you work hard and mm. you're like drained but mentally fired up that's a good kind of drained whereas you, know you can what? have literally like burnout is mm. not good I, yeah. you know i love that and i haven't this see like and i'm so glad of so many things that you're like talking about because it's literally my brain is just going like there's just lights going off in my head right now because um like you know i'm sure you've heard of the quote that says like if you love what you do you'll never work a day in your life and that like it's so nice to hear someone say that because i've always wondered like when i'm editing after i've edited and stuff yeah i'm tired and i'm you know drained quote unquote but it's like why is it the next day i want to do it again like do you know what i mean it's not the same as like going into a job that you don't like or that you hate you know just because you have to be there but when you're tired because you're doing something you love and then the next you know you go to sleep or you do your mindset your meditation and then you're energized to go again like i think that's that's a different kind of i think that's how you describe passion really and truly That's actually, I, I, the way I see it, that's a lifelong journey because um, I had to try different things in order to find what's really like firing me up and, you know, what, you know, wh I guess kind of where my, um, they call it like a paradigm. Like, I'm, I don't know if you heard of the term, but it's like the path of your life, like which path you want to take sort of thing and where kind of your, you know, your heart and your mind is leading you in, you know, in a specific direction. Um, yeah, so it takes time for anyone... <laughs> And for anyone in the comments, you know, that's, you know, wondering, because I get, you know, guys that ask me, like, bro, how do you figure out, like, your passion? How do you, you know, and really and truly, you got to just try stuff. Like, the way I say, you got to taste. you got to taste and see what you like, what tastes good, what doesn't. Do you know what I mean? I mean, how else are you going to know what you yeah, want to get into? Also, like, taking the labels out of the equation. If you're mm. looking for a job or a hobby, take labels out. It's not like I want to be director of marketing. I want to <laughs> be... Mindset, I want to go in be a trampoline. It's like, mm. no, it's chase the feelings. Don't try and get a label for the hobby or a label for mm. the job. Work out just, just when you're doing something and you think, oh my god, I feel really good right now. Mm. Work, like, understand why and recognize when. Become conscious of when you actually feel good. 
mm. and then do more of those things that make you feel that way mm. and what you're talking about and is self-awareness it's not like oh well, i've tried hockey and i didn't like hockey and i've tried tennis and i didn't like tennis and <laughs> football no it's not about that mm-hmm. <laughs> it's about the feeling that you get because mm. you know you might like like hockey but not be a very good hockey player but it's the community aspect of hockey that you like yeah yeah then what you really like is community not hockey yeah as an example love that that's a good, you know, and that's what you're talking about there, self-awareness. I actually recognized the same sort of thing um, when it came to football because I really wanted to be a footballer. For, and I, like, I worked my ass off. Like, I would train in all conditions. I would train in the snow. I would train in the blistering heat. Like, I will literally just go as, basically as hard as I could. And then um, I got, I set myself a time frame as well to make it at a certain time. And when I didn't, I then kind of asked my questions. Okay, so how am I going to reinvent myself now, et cetera, et cetera. And then there were things, you know, coming up like, oh, why don't you be a, like a coach and stuff? But then I was like, but I don't really want to coach though. Like, I just want to play. So then it said, so then I kind of had the thought, maybe I just want like football because it's fun. Maybe I don't, maybe I don't need to like go pro or whatever. Maybe I just like playing football because I'm playing with my boys. I'm having fun, and it's kind of it's a healthy escape, you know. Um, so that's a great point you make. hating the world <laughs> i feel 100 percent now thank you for that so let's let's get into i'm glad i'm glad it's so free free flowing because um we're already talking about so much um but let's get into you know some of the questions i really wanted to like ask you and obviously like it'll still go really free flowing and everything so obviously you've got nearly well actually pretty much over 500k likes on tiktok and almost 50,000 followers on tiktok as well um yeah just tell me how like your journey on tiktok started and how it actually feels to you know obviously those numbers and stuff and everything that you're building at the moment it's a bit crazy really instagram got a bit dead to be honest (laughs) i mean i used to post fitness content like Mm. a lot of people did and but i actually started out with fitness as well yeah (laughs) yeah The typical like influencer stuff, yeah, I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like, anyway, that fizzled out, and um, and I wasn't, you know, I wasn't trying to get anywhere. It's always been this works for me, and if it works for me, why don't I share it? I'm a kind, I'm a sharer. Mm. I'm not someone who keeps stuff in. I like to talk about it with other people. Um, mm. anyway, I've got a sister who's ten years younger than me, so she's thirteen, mm-hmm. and she was saying, "Get TikTok, is you get TikTok." And what <laughs> I knew of TikTok was dancing and yeah. I, I did ballet and contemporary dance but I don't think that's really the type of dance that's on TikTok, right? <laughs> so and she'd been saying this about a year before I actually got it. Mm. And finally I thought, right, I'll just I'll, I'll find Flisty, I'll give it a go. <laughs> Gave it a go. I think my first video was a cat video because I just really? like kids. Like I was like, <laughs> oh let's see how the buttons work, you know, video editing. Found the video the mm. editing of it was actually quite good and really quite simplistic. Mm. Um and then I thought, well, rather than annoy people through stories on Instagram, mm-hmm. where they're sort of forced to kind of watch your stuff, and mm-hmm. it doesn't really get pushed out to new people, TikTok's kind of great, because you just post an abyss, yeah. and see who comes along. And like, exactly. So I did that, mm-hmm. yeah, and since I, I got TikTok in mid-June, mm-hmm. and just was posting something every day, between one and four videos a day, literally whenever I got inspired, yeah. would pick up, record something, wouldn't record it more than once, unless like 
went really wrong and I wanted to. Mm-hmm. So it was really intuitive and just pick up the phone, do it. Um, and then, yeah, like, people came along. But what wow. I found is that mm. I might be like, right, I really want to get to 30k, I really want to get to 40k. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the goal. But actually, when I get there, it, it literally doesn't do anything to me in terms of emotions. Oh, my God. Absolutely yeah. Nothing. It's literally like, like, it's like a little high. And then, like, a week later, unless, obviously, it keeps going up and up, but, like, once the dust settles, it's literally like, okay, cool. Like, it's whatever. And I... Even when it it hits... I mean, 10K was quite good because you get that monetized. Mm -hmm. There's not a huge amount of money in it anyway. Yeah, But it was quite nice to be like, oh, like, that's a really cool number. I've got a K. Like, Mm. come on. Yeah, it looks Um, good, isn't it? Yeah, but other than that, it's... There's no... I know that it's not a sense of validation. Mm -hmm. The the way that I see it is there's nearly 50,000 people who are investing their time, which is their most valuable asset, in positive content. Mm. And so when people say to me, oh, t- you know, social media is really dreadful place to be, no, it's not. If you control your algorithm, mm. same as you control your mind, which is choosing what you focus on, like Love the that. algorithm is literally the same process as your, as your brain. Have you, mm-hmm. Do you know much about the reticular activating system? No, actually, no, tell me about that. So Real it's, quick. It's at the base of your neck, back, a little mm-hmm. bit in, we get so much information. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't even know, 400 million, 400 trillion pieces of information mm-hmm. in any one second. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can't process that all about in one go. So mm-hmm. you literally just sit and shake if you had that all coming in. Mm-hmm. So the activating system picks, the um, I think it's like 400 pieces of information a second, so like, don't quote me on that, mm-hmm. but it's going to let you see. Mm-hmm. So it colors, the sounds, the, the thoughts, it mm-hmm. picks a certain mm-hmm. amount of those. And how does it pick? Well, it picks things that it knows that you, that are important to you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. how does it know what's okay, important yeah, to that you that makes sense mm-hmm. focus on. so just like if you spend 10 minutes if you get really into um a, a particular trend on tiktok right mm-hmm. or on, on instagram you start you spend like 30 minutes watching mm-hmm. stuff just on that trend yeah. you wake up tomorrow morning open up yeah. your feed and it's going to be packed full of that yeah yeah exactly so like okay. when you search for you're going camping and you need some wellies. Well, you start, you start looking for wellies, and then next thing you know, all the ads are on wellies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Same thing. So just like how your brain works, and um, where focus goes, energy flows. Oh, right, so I see. You're out mm-hmm. with So okay, if you're going yeah. on social media feeling shit, then change what you're looking at. Yeah. Do you know what? Um, is that just a, um, just a question off of that? You see the other... So let's say 4,000 thoughts like are coming through your head all in one day, and then... Your the reticular um, activating system picks four hundred per second, right, and kind of filters it through. So I guess the other, the other, however many thousand, is that the stuff that's now getting put into your subconscious? Because I remember, I remember hearing like, there's a lot of things that there's all like your brain is literally always working, like even whilst you're even whilst you're in your sleep. So your subconscious is literally all. It's like a never-ending machine, like it's always taking stuff in, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So um. Yeah, I just wanted to like clarify on that, like just from the, I guess, the neurological like perspective. Yeah, like, I mean, apparently, you know, it, apparently, whatever we see, mm. we actually can hear. So, mm-hmm. people with um, photographic memories, it's sort of at mm. the forefront of their brain. But for us, it's still in there. We don't create connections to that subconscious, okay, and so it's really difficult to pull it back. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's mainly those that stuff that's prioritized in our brain that we see mm. and then we see again and again and again 
the subconscious is still there, mm. but it's not there unless we really search for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? That is um, so powerful. So powerful what you were saying because um, I literally even just got off a call with an old mentor of mine, and he was saying like, you're just reminding us like, your mind like you can't control what comes into your mind, so to speak. Because like you say, there's so many thoughts coming into your mind, whether you're conscious of them or not. However, you can control on what you dwell on and what you are allowing to continually annoy you. You know, make cause you sadness, cause you like whatever heartache and stuff. Um, and not a lot of people realize the power that they actually hold within themselves to actually influence how they feel on a daily basis, which, which is, to me, is mind-blowing. Um, yeah. No, they, they really don't, and that's why I got into it, because I didn't. I was one, I think we all, mm. unless you're very lucky and you were enlightened and very early on, not, not many people do. Mm. And I had to go through something really bad where I really saw myself as a victim mm. before I actually did the work and realized. But it's interesting what you said about how we can't control what comes into our mind. In the short term, mm. no, you are infiltrated with thoughts that, mm-hmm. that you maybe you don't want to think. Mm-hmm. But in the long term, people don't realise that they do actually have that control. <laughs> My kids sit. People don't realise <laughs> that they do have that control. Because if you get into a habit mm-hmm. of only of focusing on certain things and not giving time or energy to the things that you don't want to enter your consciousness, mm-hmm. then you will start seeing less of them. Mm, it's like indeed. if you suddenly like what's a car that you like mercedes amg c63 coupe sport mode sport edition anyway <laughs> well, i'm not gonna repeat that but that car <laughs> as soon as you stop seeing it you like start seeing them everywhere right yeah yeah or, a super rare car but mm. at least if, you, if it was there you would see it mm. but then you know like an old master you weren't mm. not gonna notice that you yeah know, it literally fly by you like you won't even like, what, what what even was that yeah still there. there's so many cars going along and mm. yeah some of them catch our eyes some of them don't some people catch our eyes some don't mm. and the only thing that determines what we see and what we don't is what we put our focus on so mm. short term yeah it's difficult to to prevent thoughts from coming into your mind if you do that then that's kind of dangerous because you're not allowing yourself to look at what's actually in your head mm-hmm. but in the longer term you have control yeah 100% and um, one thing you touched on a little bit as well is like you had to obviously go through a certain process in order to realize like how much power you actually had so like what was I guess what was the thing that you overcame like you know it doesn't can be a small little like I guess a small bad habit that you might have had um, that you that you've overcome and that like it's literally nothing to you anymore um, I'll I'll tell you um, my one my one was complaining um and i didn't realize how much like complaining about like whether it's something small or big like i didn't realize how much you like we actually make it worse for ourselves when we complain about something now and i i realized kind of the difference between complaining and venting because i say this a lot and people are like yeah but you need to let your emotions out you need to yeah yeah like when i say stop complaining it's like it's one thing letting your emotions out to someone and expressing how you feel, expressing your frustration, expressing, you know, um, the, I guess the reaction that something has caused, you know, whatever it might, whatever event it might be in your life. Um, but the way I see it at least is if, if you are still, you know, talking about that same thing two weeks later without having done anything about it, without either, accepting the situation for what it is and just kind of having to wait it out and letting time pass 
um, or, you know, being able to change the situation if you can in that moment. Um, so for me, it was um, complaining and I did so I did so many different things. I did um, this seven day challenge where you don't say anything negative for an entire week. Um, and I did that multiple times. It, do you know, like you, you realize how much stuff actually can actually piss you off on a day to day basis. Um, but it was it was it was a challenge, of course. Um, it was kind of fun in a weird way as well. Um, kind of quite funny because like I'll think in my head like like I'll go to like complain in my head but I'll be like oh shit I can't like do you know what I mean so um yeah. but after I, I did it over and over so I got used to it you know um exactly. yeah and that's literally how the habit cycle works you've got to become conscious of the thing that you want to change mm. so whether it's complaining you've got to become conscious of the language so you know I used to be exactly the same mm saying oh this is so difficult if like literally changing your language difficult to challenging mm, makes mm. me feel like something you've overcome or it's like if you come in mm. and the first thing you do you come in from work and the first thing you do is go and get a chocolate bar from the fridge mm. you know whatever covered you don't even realize that you're you're doing it because you do it so often it's just like mm -hmm. yeah that's what i do you've got to become conscious like biting your nails mm. you know you're, yeah i i've got a bad habit of that mm. But it's not necessarily that I'm made nervous that I'm biting my nails. I'm just in a habit, and I don't even realise I'm doing it. My partner yeah. said to me the other day, like, I, like, yeah, you, bite, you do bite your nails when you're, when you're, when you're busy <laughs> and you don't want to do with your hands. I'm like, I didn't even know that. <laughs> Literally. So I've got to be conscious of it, which is why they, just to carry on this sort of example, mm. why they have nail varnish that doesn't taste nice. Because when you put, up, put your hand to your mouth, <laughs> it's not that it tastes bad that you're not going to do it. Mm. It's that it tastes bad so you become conscious that you're doing it. Mm. Wow. And then when and you know what that's so powerful um adding on to that it's like it's like how sometimes kind of touching on the whole relationship aspect sometimes you won't realize it takes someone being with someone else for them to kind of highlight something that you do that you don't even realize is kind of detrimental to your you know or, or it might just be something not even detrimental just something that you kind of just need to improve on you know um, and I think that's, again, you know, just touching on the whole relationship. Thing. I think that's what's beautiful about having the right people around you who can kind of hold you accountable, but also, you know, tell you, uh, like, I'm here, you know, if you need help with this, etc. Like, do you know what I mean? Um, 100%. Yeah, and being open to it, knowing that mm. if, they, if they say something, it's because they're trying to help. They're not, they're, they're not, we take things so personally, and it's, it's mm. half, you know, 50% with them having the confidence to do that. And you actually being able to accept it without defending or attacking them or, or whatever in, in response. Yeah, exactly. Um, and in your opinion, oh, actually, to, to be fair, we did have a question. Um, hello, everyone that just came through as well. Hello, Andre O. Ferguson. That's that's the mentor I was talking about. Hello, Jessica. What what coaching? I'm so glad she's here as well. Um, she's big on mindset. She's a coach too, by the way. So you guys can probably um do a, have have some little conversations after this um okay we did have a question uh let me put it up is it on there for, is it on your screen yeah yeah when did i realize i wanted to become a better version of myself mm. you want to go first oh yeah sure well when i was at university when i was i've always been obsessed with quotes oh I've my god me too 100 yeah, yeah. Get mm. upset or, or annoyed. I 
I'd go into my room and it'd be like this really cozy place with really supportive, really empowering. And I'd be able to, you know, make myself feel better. Like, mm. you know, every, everything's temporary, just exactly things like that. But then I realized that I was being reactive. Like, what if the place that I want to be in, whereas I don't get triggered in the first place. Mm. So I don't need to use those, come to those quotes when I'm upset. I need to live them every day so I don't get upset in the first place. Mm. And the, I t- talked earlier about it something that happened that was quite difficult at the end of university when I was leaving I was moving in with my partner at the time mm. found like he'd done a few things that he shouldn't have done mm. and we were supposed to be moving in together anyway I lost everything relationship flat job mm. friends weight you name it and I really mm. didn't turn into a very nice person mm. I didn't know how to handle the emotions mm. and seeing myself and looking back at how I saw myself as a victim and just like thinking about my behavior mm. and how I saw the world and thought that I deserved things to go well because of what I'd gone through. It, it just, oh, it honestly doesn't feel nice thinking about it. No, and really. so I hate that version of myself. Not hate, I feel really sorry and sad for yeah. that, and compassionate for that, that girl. But I don't want to be in that place because, mm. and, and, and yeah, so now it's like looking at what I what wasn't good back then in me and fixing those now but you know what i think that i think what's so beautiful about looking back at your old self is that you see how far you've come because i look back on my my old self like at a time when i was like depressed and like there was no it was almost like it was almost as if like there's no hope like am i ever going to become somebody like what the hell do i do you know what i mean like family issues whatever and i look back at myself and i'm like how the hell did i get out of that like mm-hmm. what the hell happened and do you know what i mean i like it, it makes me speechless but it makes me like it's just so, like you're just in awe of of life and like you know i mean I, obviously i don't know um if you're like religious like everyone has their own you know belief like you're just in awe of life of god of like the universe has just, has just pulled you out of this and you responded and stuff you know so um yeah but at the same time you do you do look at your that old self and you're like oh man that was such a like yeah. such a bad like, time <laughs> it's like yeah it's like looking at, pic- at, at pictures of yourself when you were younger and you thought you looked good but actually this time i'm mm. like, not funny and cringy it's like quite sad yeah but mm. yeah exactly on the point to anybody who's watching who is like there's something really challenging right now actually like everything is temporary everything mm. you've been through that was difficult you've all, you've survived and whatever it is this time you're surviving as well and actually it's just making you stronger and I, I like to say throw me a curveball every six months because it's mm. a great way for me to see where my headspace is at where my mindset's at what I still need to work on and ever since I've said that every six months there has been a curveball so uh, I don't know what the universe is playing at but love it uh... <laughs> let's make it let's make it every three months you're you're getting stronger isn't it so <laughs> And uh, do you know what? I know what you I know what you mean when you say that though, because it shows that you're not living, you're not living from a place of fear. Do you know what I mean? You're like you're almost saying to you know the universe, to the world, like, ah, right, come on, like you know, bring it on, so to speak, because you you've built up certain tools in your toolkit and you know how to use them now, like mentally, you know. And obviously, you're like you. I'm still growing. Everyone here on this live stream is still growing. We still have a lot of strength to build up, but that just shows the amount of progress you've made because if you can, you know, say that with confidence, throw me a curveball every six months, like, 
Do you know what I mean? Like that's something to be proud of. You might as well just ride a bike. <laughs> And um, I again with the quotes. Um, I heard a quote. Uh, I'm par- I'm paraphrasing when I say this though. Um, it was say it was basically along the lines of, it's worse to live a it's worse to live a meaningless life than to um no um death is not worse than living a meaningless life. Basically, living a a life where you're just basically coasting. You're not like you're just kind of riding the wave like there's like you say there's no excitement there's nothing really going on you're just you're just here you're just existing you're not actually living like that's actually that's actually worse you like you should actually fear that more than you fear death yeah that's that's what it was saying and um it you know i mean it obviously depending on where you are in your life but when you know when i first heard that quote it was so true because it's like i and this is kind of touching on something i talk about a lot which is living with no regrets like I just never want to go to go to <clears throat> excuse me go to bed thinking maybe I should have like done so- maybe I could have done more maybe I could have do you know what I mean and not in the sense that like um not in a patronizing way but just like in in certain moments in my life so let's say, let's just say in the gym right let's just say in the gym and I'm doing and I'm doing my deadlifts and I'm doing my squats or something and I and I know in that moment okay like bro you can do two more and I don't then I'm like, do you know, stop some, something like that. Then it, then it's gonna play on my mind throughout the rest of the day. That things Question. like that. Mm. Where's the line then? Because something that I'm interested in is okay, cool. Mm. We can push ourselves. Say, should be doing this. I, I'm better than this. But where's the line between? I can do one more rep, and actually, if I do three more reps, mm-hmm. then tomorrow I'm gonna be like, I'm, I push myself too far. Mm. Like, where's that line for you? I'm glad that you asked that because um, I was actually, yeah, I was going to touch on that as well. Um, see, I think I think for me um, and, well, yeah, for whoever wants to apply that to their life, I think it's more of a general, like, rule rather than a, um, what's what's the what's the other word for it? Rather than a, uh, uh, what? <laughs> no, right. <laughs> Um, it's more like a general rule than a, arbit- than something that's arbitrary. Like, put, yeah, like it's like it's not like you have to absolutely do. Like, if you don't do it, that's it. Your life is over. Do you know what I mean? It's more like it's a lifestyle. You know, you want to like the way I see it. If you want to translate it into other things, the way I see it is like you want to give hundred and twenty percent where you can. You know, what I mean, obviously, um, again, this goes into back goes into all the hustle culture you're talking about. Like, you want to be smart about it as well. Like. 
I always believe if you don't take care of yourself, how are you going to now give to other people? How are you going to give to the world? How are you going to, you know, be valuable to the world? If, do you know what I mean? If, if you're not healthy, you know, if you can't even get up in the morning, then, do you know what I mean? So then that kind of cancels that whole belief out. So the way I see it is like from the moment I leave my house, you know, when I'm at work and stuff, I want to give 120% with my coworkers, with my, with the customers I serve, you know, with people on the street, I want to, you know, look people in the eye and smile as much as I can, do you know what I mean? And then in the gym and then back home when I'm editing, like every single, as much as I can. But then also, you got to be smart about it. Like today, great, great example. Like I told you today, from the moment I woke up, I was tired. I was like, nah, this is not the day. Do you know what I mean? And I tried to, I tried to work, but it just wasn't happening. So in that moment, I was like, all right, cool. We're just going to chill, you know, going to chat to Izzy at 7 p.m. And that's it that's gonna be my day um so it's about being self-aware as well 100 and that's the thing like you smash it from the from, from the get-go with this but a lot of people with that like, right quite a few mm. people that i work when they get catch on to this mindset and this focus of looking at the things that actually make you feel good they start feeling amazing they start mm. feeling really good and they'll message me being like oh my god Izzy, i actually feel so good i haven't felt this good in mm. ages and the next day they'll say the same thing like you've literally changed my life and Love then that. I'll be like the first thing i will say oh, that's lovely to hear but the first thing i'll say is yeah but there is a day when you're gonna wake up and you're not gonna feel like that mm-hmm. i like, say that because i remember the first i think it was literally 10 days in a row where i just woke up it was really weird and i actually mm. don't do this now but i actually found myself waking up smiling that's <laughs> really weird <laughs> wow I was just so excited that's powerful seeing the sunny side of life mm. and um but then there was a day where i woke up and i just felt less energetic i didn't feel excited so what i did yeah. is i did my favorite things i had my favorite food i played songs to get me hyped up Love that. i did some exercise and nothing worked and i start I, I felt myself getting annoyed and i was like trying to force it but the thing is when you start forcing a good mood on a low mood mm. you're then focusing on the fact that you are actually in a low mood and then you mm. reinforce the fact you're feeling low mm-hmm. and that's where a lot of people go from feeling amazing then hitting a low day and then literally just going down back into what mm-hmm. they were before because mm-hmm. they're not Whereas actually you can do what you said which mm-hmm. is accept try mm-hmm. a few things to make yourself feel better absolutely use those strategies use those things that you know work for you but then if they don't work you've got to relax and accept it and think uh, it could be a minute, it could be two hours, it could be tomorrow that I feel better. Mm. Um, and again, I remember the first time I did that and I'd gone for a walk and I was like, I just don't know how to make myself feel better. Re- started to relax, mm-hmm. started to accept it. Mm. And literally, uh, eight minutes later, mm-hmm. like, I, I, I don't even know what I think someone smiled at me or I just I spoke to somebody walking across the street and I just instantly felt so much better. Mm-hmm. As soon as you release resistance of the fact you're having a low day, Wow. Much more likely to have a good day. Yeah, and it's powerful you say that because again, this literally we literally spoke about this on on a call about an hour ago, and how it's right. so it's so hard to let go of situations. Sometimes we like us as humans, we really want to control everything. I'm the same, by the way. Like I want to just make sure all the boxes are ticked, all the angles are covered. So then, you know, what I mean, plan and stuff and have everything in order. But sometimes. It, we really need to learn like consistently how to literally just let go and let the let that uh what's the word let those moments you know that need to come to us actually come to us because if we're just always so busy and when i say busy i'm talking about mentally busy 
trying to control everything like we're not allowing you know the universe to actually do its work on us whether it's you know let that person that needs to come into our life come into our life or you know get us out of a low mood into it you see what i'm saying because as you said you know that day you know just wasn't you know happening for you and then you spoke to someone or you smiled at someone and your mind was as as if it's almost like correct me if i'm wrong but your mind was like distracted from what was you know what was shit and what was you know what wasn't working and then all of a sudden you know a few hours later or whatever you felt better you know and that's because that you made the decision to let go and you know that's it's not easy to do and also i mean when you're feeling low it's a sign mm. that so much in what you said and, I, and i'm glad it's gone like oh even like a little bit over the time um that we said because i i purposely wanted to like make it like short but i knew that okay. like it would go over anyway I, i've literally only got two more questions for you um i didn't even okay. answer i didn't even answer this one yet okay <laughs> um literally um okay so when did you realize you wanted to become a better version of yourself okay i'll just answer quick for me i was 18 at the time uh actually probably 18 19 um that's when i guess my journey of social media and everything really started uh and i've to be honest i've always been uh, i say always but it comes discipline and stuff comes naturally to me like even back when i was in primary school and stuff and i'm not talking academically <laughs> i'm talking um more like with sports and stuff like i would always Put it this way, and anything I've wanted to do, I've always said to myself, I have to give 120%, like, otherwise, what's the point? Like, well, how else am I, like, to me, it was just normal to tra stay behind football training even longer or to be the first person at football training or to just, yeah, train by myself as well because to me, it's like, well, if you don't have, without discipline, what else is there, you know? So, um, but I guess when I was 18 years old, when I, when I was in my, I guess my lowest moment, um, yeah, to this day, uh, I said to myself, something has to change. Like, I don't know what's going to change, but I have to get out of this because, like, life is not supposed to be like this. I'm not supposed to be depressed. Like, I'm not supposed to be just waking up and not wanting to go anywhere and just, like, eating, eating like, junk food, eating, like, do you know what I mean? Um, and just wasting the day away. So I guess when I was 18, that's when I realized um, that I wanted to become a better version of myself. Um, thank you, bro, for that question. Guys, if you have any more questions, this is your time to ask them because we are wrapping up real soon. All right. So in your opinion, in what area of life do you think mindset is most needed? Financial, physical, emotional, um, etc. So I guess you've got financial, physical, emotional, um, social. So we'll do those four. 
Um, I'll read them out again if you want. So, in what area of life do you think mindset is most important? Financial, physical, emotional, or social? So, whichever one you think. I mean, I guess out of all of those, I'd say emotional because that's mm. what you bring into your finances. Like, if you're an emotional wreck, for want of a better <laughs> phrase, then you're going to make impulsive mm. decisions based on how yeah, you feel. Yeah, true, true. If you're angry or not able to let something go and you're in a social interaction, then you're going to bring that with you. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, and the same, you might go to the gym uh, to work out because you're really angry at something and or maybe not go at all and stay behind and, and eat answer and i'm slightly annoyed that it's such a good answer because i have nothing to add to that (laughs) i have nothing to add to that (laughs) literally (laughs) exactly that's the point um and last question i wanted to ask you um which is a really good great achievement by the way um which i know means a lot to you as well obviously you recently went to the girls school in london um to give a talk what what was the talk on it by the way before i actually asked my actual question (laughs) Mm. And I like that name already. Pardon? I love no no, I like that name already. Oh uh, cool, yeah. <laughs> so the guy who leads it is a he did a PhD mm. in happy people. So he's actually a doctor of happiness. No which, way. Yeah, it is mental. Oh my um, gosh, that's mad. Yeah, so he heads it up. Now when I was in my nine to five, I reached out in January last year. I there was like it started snowing in London, which it like, never snows in London. I love the snow. I had this wave of confidence and realised that I could be whoever I want to be. Mm. Came back from being in the snow, no makeup on, hair drenched, and I <laughs> just like rediscovered their organisation and thought, that's what I want to do. That's what I want to, you know. Um, there was no jobs available. It's not really like that's a non-profit. So I sent in a video. I just recorded a video, really raw. I just sent it. Um, and basically they have a load of speakers um, who go out to the schools. Um, so some of my talks are with people that have reached out to me or they've reached out to Art Brilliance. Um, mm. I've sort of started working with them recently. So yeah. that school reached out through Art Brilliance. Mm-hmm. Um, so we talk about, there was two two-hour sessions, one with Year 13 and one with Year 11. Um, and then they actually invited me back. So I'm going on Thursday to speak with Year 9 and Year 12. So That's amazing. Um, that's kind of the best feedback, really. Um, but it was all about, it was the basics, because a lot of people don't know the basics. Um, yeah, literally, the base, the basics of mindset that mm. you can choose how you feel. Mm. Making them know that they're in control, 
through a bunch of different um, metaphors and videos and yeah, I could I could go on for ages describing it, but it's, it's literally like the the basics of what you need to know to yeah. start literally feeling better all the time. And I guarantee them that when they come in the room, they're gonna leave feeling way better. Yeah, than when they came in, and that's yeah. the goal. And that's the goal. Ideally, the ones that listen, knowing how to do that for themselves every single day. And I think and it's do you know what I just look at my. I guess my secondary school self and it's just like I I really hope kids at that age like really take that in because I'm glad do you know what, as young as like we are now like I'm so grateful I got onto this stuff when I did um but like I I would be even like more grateful that I got onto it when I was like in my teenage years cuz like I'd be like in a such in a different place right now but um still like the fact that they that they're getting that type of value is amazing and i'm sure 100 percent um there were kids that were tuned into that just that at that age you know what like kids kids will only care about certain things you know what i mean but the fact that the, you get the opportunity to do that is amazing um so what i was gonna ask you like how did you feel beforehand going in to do it? was that your first time by the way um All right. And Union contacted me hmm. before saying, you're going against legislation. We know you're going in to do this talk and you're going against legislation. So I'm like, all right. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> the headmaster was like, no, it's fine. There are going to be people out, staff outside, but they should be nice because there's kids around. I'm like, okay. Um, oh, my days. Then the head of sixth form reached out yeah. and went out with me and said that there's, so the year 11s I was working with were apparently quite um, fiery. they were worried about it being too toxic positivity and i was like right okay that's the first time i've heard that phrase oh my gosh (laughs) what oh that phrase don't get started um Mm. so the setup to it was like right this is before i had all of that noise being like this you know this could happen this could happen mm. i was quite nervous and i was thinking right i just want to get clarity on what i'm presenting and then i can practice it and i'll be totally fine like i know my stuff i just want to work out what i'm actually delivering yeah. once i've worked out what i'm delivering then all of this stuff happened and i was like you know what this sounds like the worst setup for a talk ever <laughs> and so if this is the first one it's only going to get better from here mm. um and so by the time i arrived I, i'm all about proactive strategies to help you like do your best in any situation Mm. so i really worked on like a bunch of different stuff i knew i needed to do processing how i was feeling before i actually got there Mm -hmm. so when i got there i was just there talking about something i loved and so confident in my ability to do so um and people catch on to your confidence yeah so Mm. because i processed and prepared it was like oh before i went on on bbc radio leicester i was i felt fine i was really excited and then as it got nearer, I knew I was going to start having um, imposter syndrome. And I did. Mm-hmm. And I had, to talk, I, I had to do the work, knowing what I needed to hear, knowing what I needed to tell myself. And then I was ready. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, you've got a little bit of nerves, but yeah, nerves are like emotion. Yeah, it's yeah. just with it anticipating an outcome. So why am I going to tell myself that I'm going to mess up? Because mm-hmm. then, then it's nervousness and fear. But if I tell myself I'm excited... There's so many studies on this. If I tell yeah, myself exactly. I'm excited and I'm just excited to share this content, then I'm going to do way better because I'm in a more positive mindset. Mm, indeed. And that's so, amazing. Do you know what? I think there's actually something beautiful 
because even as much as work as much as work i've done on confidence on myself and everything like even certain events like how you're describing i've still felt nervous and then like you said i realized nerves is literally it's natural it's not something like it will just happen but it's how it's what you're gonna do with it right and um, i think there's actually something beautiful in that little i guess those little like one minute which feels like a whole hour but um that one minute 30 seconds where you're you're almost kind of driven to question wait like can i actually do this but in how you respond like as you're saying wait a sec like i've prepared i know what i'm talking about why can't i do this like let's go and let's kill it and you know what i mean um Because mm. you'd have you have the adrenaline and everything be boring. It goes mm. back to that roller coaster analogy, and yeah, it doesn't feel nice at the time. Nothing that's difficult feels nice at the time. Mm. But actually, like you you remember the stuff that makes you feel something. You don't remember the days where you sat at home and watched TV and, were, and did nothing useful. Literally. You remember the days where you felt emotion, even if it was fear. Mm. And so, actually, I don't want to fully get rid of that. Mm. I want to lean into it, recognise why it's there. The only reason this fear is here is because I'm doing what I love and I've got an amazing opportunity, you know? So it's like appreciating the emotion as well for mm. what it is. That's amazing. And I think that is a perfect note to end on as well because um, a book I... A book I I'm almost finished reading. You probably heard of it. It's called The Power of Mental Toughness um, yes. by Peter Graham. And literally what you're talking about there is you're not you wouldn't trade that those kind of like those kind of difficult moments so to speak because if if and when you do overcome that that's this is how we get you know those those beautiful flowers you know i mean this is how we get those like success stories and from all the people we admire because they went through some type of adversity um but because they went through it and they stuck with it and yeah there were some shitty days like do you know what I mean? But they stopped through it and they kept going. And this is why we idolize them today, you know? And again, I, I think it's just as you say, staying away from living a boring life because, you know, no one that we admire lived or is living a boring life, you know? So, I mean, if, you know, so why why would you want to, why would you want that for yourself, you know? Um, yeah, we haven't got any stories if, if, if you didn't do anything, yeah. if you didn't experience anything in here, so... Absolutely. This has been wonderful. We'll definitely, we'll definitely do it again. Yeah, 100%. Thank you. So, by the way, do you have any, any questions for me? Um, I'll, I'll just answer it instinctively because <laughs> of time. Yeah. Um, hmm. What is your, what, like, what's the goal for you? Uh, the goal is to be the, num well, one of the top influencers in Europe for men's lifestyle and advice. Um, also like I'm going to have like offshoots of what I do so obviously I dabble in fitness so I'll have like a fitness offshoot of so obviously my whole thing is called Manji the man right being being the man Manji is my last name so I would have like Manji muscle which is like the fitness I would have Manji motivation which is more man mindset stuff um, so obviously you have the clothing like for um, sorry the clothing for the fitness stuff and I guess my whole tagline is believe more because that's been, for me, that's been the paradigm or the quote of my really entire life. It's to believe more. Um, and that, and yeah, as I look, I guess as I looked back on my entire life, you know, up until this moment, I've somehow 
I've had to just believe in myself more and more and more in order to achieve something, whether that's getting on my primary school football team or whether that's, you know, racking up, just, you know, getting some goals, locking off some goals, like whether it's getting big on TikTok, you know, whatever. Um, so, yeah, that's that's me um, at the minute. Mm. Really quick, final one. What three words describe you at your best? Disciplined. Calm. Mm -hmm. And observant. Disciplined, calm, and observant. Nice. It's very, lots of, yeah, very controlled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You put me on the spot there, not gonna lie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Do you know, I'm gonna have to ask you that one next time. I'm gonna have to ask you that one. Go for it. All right, cool. thank you guys so much, everyone that came through. Um, we had a couple questions. I know we didn't read all the comments, but thank you a lot for anyone watching this back on the replay. Thank you for making it this far. Izzy, thank you again for accepting the invitation, and I'll see you next time. Also, um, all the best for this week. You'll say you're going back to the school um, on Thursday. Wait, not sorry, not for next Wednesday. Oh, next yeah, yeah. <laughs> my, my schedule is like, oh, I can never, I, I have to focus on like each day because I, yeah, so much going on. Yeah, yeah. now nah, I feel you. All right, thank you. Take it easy, all right? See you later. All right, bye. I'll sleep well. <laughs> oh, I will. <laughs> all right, bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to that podcast. Don't forget to message me on Instagram, Twitter, or TikTok at Manji the Man. That's M A N J I the man and let me know what you thought of today's podcast see you guys soon